I will compost. Over the last few weeks, I have started weighing our bin bags. Actually standing on the bathroom scales with the bag and then without the bag. A bit like you do when you're trying to stay under the weight limit before a budget airline flight and hoping you can take that second pair of flip-flops. The reason for this has something to do with connections and something equally to do with potato peelings. And if you'll please bear with me, I'll deal with connections first. Perhaps to your disappointment. But I promise we'll get onto the potato peeling soon. Project Planetwise began with the idea that we are all connected and if we all believe we can individually make a difference and share our ideas, we can create a direct positive impact and a collective positive pressure. As time has gone by and I've become more reflective, I've wondered who I was talking to when we embarked on this journey of discovery and action. I was maybe the many politicians, the activists. I definitely thought it was at the time and I wanted people to sit up and listen. Looking back, this almost feels like a politically charged statement. The dream of a revolution that can begin with one act. The dream of a movement of individuals advancing decision by decision against a wave of consumerism, overconsumption, overproduction. Fighting rhetoric. Pleading for action. Emotional. Maybe I was also talking to myself. Somewhere along the journey, there was a moment when I stopped feeling like being kind to our planet was a battle. I stopped feeling like an activist, and in many ways I have started to push back a little against what I believe is selfish, is selfish activism. I realise that sharing ideas is an obligation, but preaching is a nuisance. That changing our own perceptions to be more kind in any way is a gift, and passing this along should feel like that too. If we call it a war, you assume everyone wants to be a soldier. If we call this a crisis, we create a boundary as not everyone is confident of what to do in a crisis. It stopped feeling like it was about proving something to, to the world and about grand adventures in the extremes of our lifestyle. About zero everything and single causes. For us, became calmer and more personal and more about just the way we live our lives. A kind of lifestyle tipping point when I realised it's not just individuals to individuals that are connected, but actions to actions too. It was also a moment that something profound started to happen and that is some, and that is probably connected to this feeling. It seemed from this moment on the drip 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 of individual action really started to pay off. And this is where the potato peelings come in. I'm proud to say that seemingly from nowhere and on a good week we are now only sending an average of one and a half medium sized bin bags to the landfill each time the wheelie bins are collected by the waste management company. On a bad week this might stretch to two bin bags. If you're interested in what medium sized means then the average weight we're sending is about 9 kilograms each time at an average of 4.5 kilograms for our household each week given that our collection happens every two weeks. In terms of where that puts us on the average UK household, I'm not exactly sure, as the numbers vary from what I can find online from about 10 kilograms to 20 kilograms per household per week. I've also not been particularly scientific about it. We are only a household of three, and one of those is a four-year-old child, but these numbers make me feel really good. It is not one specific thing that I can point to that has reduced our landfill to this level. It is definitely from our purchasing habits away from plastic, and definitely our efforts at recycling. 
It has been impacted positively by meal planning and being imaginative with leftovers, meaning that we waste less. We also have a gradual lifestyle that supports simply less stuff in general, and I guess this also means less waste. That being said, on occasion we do something that feels like it makes a noticeable and immediate impact. Composting has been something of a, not of a noticeable impact, both in the volume of landfill we create, but also the scale of perception change, which is why I wanted to talk about it this week. This week I will compost, and I believe that composting is for everyone. I believe it is for everyone, partly because I felt a big resistance to it, and so I understand the opposite worldview. I've never really understood composting. We don't have a food waste collection in our area, and so generally, and aside from tidbits of old fruit for the chickens, we would throw our compost in into the landfill bins. I've not understood composting, because we don't really use compost. And what is the point in having an ever-increasing compost heap if you don't use compost? It would just become a smelly heap of unsightly, rotting food. Our house even came with a very cool hand-built compost system at the end of our garden. Three piles of delineated compost, each about four square metres, with the idea that you moved compost from one to the other each year, so that in the three-year pile you'd have a fairly regular support of compost, rather than digging down underneath the new stuff to get the beautiful dark soil that was good for the vegetables. We destroyed that particular system in week 27, to make a bee-friendly area. Whilst I was doing it, I got chatting to our neighbour, who was also the inspiration for the compost system in our garden. As part of the discussion, we had an idea and I asked permission to be able to put our food scraps in his own compost. That neighbour was Mr Michael. If you're a first-time listener of Project Planetwise, he is our 80-year-old rockstar gardener of a neighbour. Mr Michael uses compost. Mr Michael grows carrots as big as our four-year-old four-year-old's arms and tomatoes that would have Jamie Oliver salivating in various pots in his hand-built greenhouse. He is also a tremendous human being and his reaction to being asked was of course to allow it but also move his own composting bin nearer to the fence that joins our properties to make it a shorter trip for us. He also gave me a crash course in composting which basically consisted of one guideline. If it is any type of food outside of meat and fish and you didn't cook it, it can usually be composted. Peelings, stalks, old sanded leaves, bits of old fruit, even newspaper and plain cardboard and tea bags or coffee grounds, as long as they don't contain plastic. There are probably exceptions, and to start with that, we have invented a transition area where I could leave our own composting for inspection, and if it passed a test, then Mr Michael would accept it into its compost heap. Without access to your very own Mr. Michael, you can find lists of compostable items via the internet or on different sites. And to read from someone way cleverer than me is a benefit versus sending it to landfill. The other cool thing that I learned as we had been composting for a few weeks is that the joy of composting is not about the compost at all. We still don't use compost, and likely we will never. I'm thrilled that someone else gets the benefit, and that I'll and that our old food waste is being used in a purposeful fashion. But our thrill was that we became even more mindful of our landfill, and more mindful of what we threw away. We noticed. And by noticing, we noticed more. It reframed the task of composting from being constrained to those who perceive themselves as gardeners to being for everyone. 
We don't compost because we want to grow bigger vegetables in two years' time. We compost because it is another way of being mindful of our waste, mindful of what we're using and how we are using it. We notice, for example, when the, when the little stylish compost tin that sits in our utility room is more full than usual and it shows us that perhaps we've been buying too much. We don't use scientific measurements and we accept that we have naturally used more fresh vegetables as part of eating better. But sometimes you spot it for a few weeks if you're throwing away a lot of onions and instead of habitually chucking three in the basket at the store, you can select one or two instead next time. Or we can, or we can admit defeat that we're never going to do anything with the butternut squash. It also broke through the perception and the boundaries of composting. The perception that somehow humans involved invented composting, or that you should only do it if you have a if you have a purpose for the compost at the end. We accept that we are lucky in the sense that we have a neighbour who has a use for our compost scraps. We accept also that we are lucky that we have the space to compost. If you live in an urban area, or if like us for many years you don't have a garden, then I can imagine that you are a bit sceptical about composting. I would have to admit that you have to be imaginative or make a little investment if you're in this position. But there are options available to those who do not have a traditional setup for composting. Items such as compost converters are often offered at discounted prices via the municipal councils for those who do not have access to a curbside composting services. For example, in our borough, there is a link to get composting with some great prices for compost converters. There are also options such as waste digesters, worm composting or bokashi bins for further space saving ideas and solutions that can be used indoors. And to be honest, now it is a habit for us. I'm eyeing up some of the great design on Wiggly Wigglers with a degree of temptation. If any of these solutions are still not within your lifestyle, then ask me around the neighbourhood like we did, or via social networks for anyone who can use your scraps, can help to get you started and give you an easy way to practice and become accountable for composting. The internet also has some great ideas on other ways we can join together and compost, or imaginative ways we can use compost at the end. Allotments, farms, schools may all have ways that we can contribute. But remember also that nature invented compost, not humans. It does not need overthinking. It is just part of nature's wonderful cycles. We call it composting because as humans we love to label things with a purpose, but really it is simply turning nutrients to the soil. It is feeding incredible and beautiful worms, beetles and other bugs and creatures. It is keeping as much as we can back from the easy solution of landfill. It means there does not need to be a point to composting or even a need to call it composting. If we create a place in our homes or gardens and just use it to build a good habit and never ever use the compost, we're still, do we're still going to do something good and kind to the planet and that is purposeful enough. Once it becomes a habit, you can get past the label. It is just another way of making sure what we consume is more of a cycle than before.